everybody to This Pop Life. This Pop Life. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Stephanie. And welcome back to a new episode. Yes. <laughs> so we're doing round five. Something like that. Something like that of You Pick, I Watch. Yes. And so we'll reveal those, <laughs> hopefully not by accident, a little bit no, later. No, I put notes. Do not say this. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any songs that you've been listening to this week? So not songs or that stuck been... on your head? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I have been listening to like, well, I've been listening to Miley Cyrus and Lady Gaga playlist and that oh, stuff, okay. but those songs aren't stuck in my head. The song that's stuck in my head is the Boy Meets World season five theme song. Which is so funny because you had to remind me yes. that there was a theme song because in my head it was always the instrumental, instrumental just, yeah. one. Yeah. Nope. That was I mean, very the instrumental childish. one was too, but this yeah. one I'm like, <laughs> like I just think <laughs> it sounds out. like the uh I'd forgotten it but as soon as you played it I was like oh my god yeah yes. and then, but it sounds like the Beach Boys it does yeah. <laughs> it does have a very Beach Boys feel to it yeah but yes so that's mm -hmm. the one that's been stuck in my head what about you so I have a couple oh so Billie Eilish released a new song yeah, called Lost Cause um, I saw a clip of the music video, and then I just, like, the beat I really liked. Is the music video the one with all the girls? Yes. Okay, yeah, uh -huh. I saw that clip, too. So, um, that's what I've been listening to. And then, also, I gave in. I listened to Olivia Rodrigo's album. Okay. She's the one that came out with uh, the driver's license song oh. that she has been everywhere. Yes. So, her album's been everywhere. Um the, what's her face from the Try Guys? Yeah, Becky. Yeah, is obsessed with it. <laughs> um, so I see it all the time. So I'm like, okay, let me listen to it. I think I would have liked it if I was younger. Yeah. To me, it's just like, ma'am, you're 17, 16, however old you are. Every single song is about how this guy broke up with you and it hurts and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, get over it. <laughs> get over it I know that's terrible there's so many breakup albums and I loved yes. them when I was younger like I loved Alanis Morissette like yeah. that's a classic album you had no doubt and there's a bunch of other you know yeah you know breakup, uh, songs. breakup songs and everything Kelly Clarkson you know like there's a bunch of stuff out there but this one was just like too much and for this reason I mean we have Taylor Swift was it she's the angsty? one it is very angsty <laughs> with that being said uh -huh. There were a couple songs that got me. Okay. And those are the ones that are more like, they remind me of Paramore almost. Okay. They have like a rock edge to them. Nice. But they're still kind of poppy. Um, so I really like Brutal, which is the first song on the album. And the other one is Good For You. Um, so I liked it. Like at first I was like, okay, I'm into it. And then every song <laughs> was the same thing where she's like, I thought we were going to be together forever. Ma'am, you are 16, 17. <laughs> come on. So oh my God. I do like her voice and I'm hopeful for her future music, but this is just not my cup of tea. I did feel really old listening to it. Really? I was just like, if I were 20 years younger, I would be like all over this, but no, no, no. <laughs> As an adult now, you're just like, okay, like, move on. But as, like, a teenager when you're living that moment, it's, like, everything. You feel, yes. like, everything. So I but get where she's coming from, but also I'm just like, <laughs> I'm too old for this. And then it made me start thinking about, like, I love Adele. I love Adele's music. But a lot of her music is about, oh, well, depending on which album you're listening to, yeah. she had a breakup album as well, uh, which I think was 21. And, but at the time, I was still young. I was, like, 21, 22. And every single song wasn't like, how could you leave me? You know, it's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, I wanted to like it. And it's very poppy. It's very like, 
and some of them were slow. I don't know. I it should have worked for me, but the lyrics and how whiny she was just uh, yeah. Oh, you listened to the lyrics. I did. I listened to the wow. lyrics. I actually so, did. Tidbit about Jennifer. She usually <laughs> listens <laughs> for songs. It's usually just instruments that the instruments. That's usually part. what gets me first. Yeah, yeah. that's what gets Jennifer. Mm -hmm. She does not ever really listen to the lyrics. Nope. 98 degrees. <laughs> you don't got to tell people my stuff. That's my life. So funny. Because I love lyrics. Yeah. And that stuff. I mean, I listen to the music part too, but you're more music part than lyrics. Yeah. It's so funny that you listen to the lyrics. Well, I was stuck in traffic driving to my dad's house. Uh huh. Um, and so I was like, let me put this on. And then so I was just like, ma'am, shut up. Stop. <laughs> Stop talking about. Just yeah. You should listen to it. Your Let me know what you think. Heartbreak, like. I know. It was just like you'll. You're hot. You're young. You're famous. Like it's not a Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll check out the two songs that you like. Maybe I'll listen to the whole album. I mean, I, mean, I just it's a very short yet. album because okay. I listened to most of it on the drive. Like I was stuck in traffic. There was a big accident. Of course, a big surprise uh -huh. going to yeah where he lives. Um. And so I was stuck in traffic for like 40 minutes and I listened to most of the album. So it's very short. Oh, like wow. all the songs are like two, three minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to take it. That's not what made you cry. No, did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was rolling my eyes. <laughs> so what made me cry? Um, so you watched it so we mm -hmm. can talk about it. I don't know if we want to do any spoilers, but Mayor of Easttown oh. made me cry. Yeah. Okay. So the season finale. Yes. The season okay. finale. I won't give any spoilers. But oh, it's hard to talk about without the two, the friendship aspect of yes. it is what got me. Uh -huh. And then that scene in the car. That, yes. Okay. But also the one that got me the most was uh, right at the end when, oh, <laughs> it's hard to talk about without spoiling. Yeah. Uh, when they're in the kitchen oh, uh -huh. and they both sink down to the floor. Yes. And then it just made me think about how probably a year or two before it was the opposite way yes. because of yeah. the other reason. <laughs> Very cryptic here. Yeah. So it just made me think of that whole relationship. But what do you think of the finale? I thought it was really good. Um, Were you surprised? Yes. Okay. I was surprised. Okay, me too. Yeah. I uh -huh. was just like, well, okay. <laughs> but I didn't necessarily like it. Same. So, okay, good. Same. I was surprised by it. Uh -huh. I just didn't like the direction that it went. Yes. I was just like, <laughs> same yeah. same I think we're both like I think if it would have been more uh-huh uh, well let's just move on but so you liked it overall I did like yes, it overall it kept me wanting mm -hmm. to keep watching the next episode yeah. and yeah it did mm -hmm. surprise me yes. not the not like a good surprise it was more like oh this is the route you went okay, okay yeah yeah it's like eh. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, the friendship side of it, that was like, <sighs> yeah. Michael and I had a discussion about that. It's like, what would you have done? What oh, have I done? Blah, blah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll talk about that later so we don't give any spoilers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so that made me cry. And then one of the movies that we watched this week yes. made me cry. But mm -hmm. again, we'll get to that. Um, and then I also read a book called Things We Lost to the Water by Eric Wynn. Um, so it was a book of the month uh, pick for May. And it's a um, story about a family. Well, it's a single mother, basically. She escapes Vietnam with her two children. Um, 
they're running away from communism in Vietnam. And uh, technically she's married, but the father stays behind. And then she ends up basically becoming a single mother. And they move to New Orleans and it takes you through their family journey all the way up to Katrina. And, oh, wow. Yeah. So it's it was good. I never was like fully invested. Like I was reading it and then like it got me at some point. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it because it's, well, it's, I don't know if it's a really spoiler, but there's an LGBTQ storyline in there. Okay. Which I was like, oh, good. Like more representation. It's a very unique storyline because you don't ever hear like a lot of LGBTQ stories coming from like the Asian community. So yeah. I thought that was a good um, lens to, you know, see through. Um, but the ending is what saved the book for me. Cause the whole book, I was just like, okay, it's yeah. good, but it's not like gripping. And then the ending, cause you get to the Katrina part. It's just devastating. Like, yeah. especially when that happened, I was so young and I don't think I, I mean, you saw the images and everything, but you don't really realize what you're seeing. And then reading about it now in such a descriptive manner. And then with people that you've actually, you know, invested the book you, you know, your feelings yeah. and everything into. So it just got me like when they were talking about, and it was actually like, at one point I was like getting anxious, like reading about like the water rushing in and, you know, getting trapped on the roof and all this stuff. And I'm just like, <gasps> like, oh, uh, you know, like it got really yeah, descriptive. That would give me anxiety. So it just, it made me tear up and yeah. So the book still, I would think it's good. It's not like a must read, but I thought it was an interesting because I haven't read a lot of stuff by Asian authors. Uh -huh. So it's an interesting lens to read through. Nice. Mm -hmm. So okay. that yeah, I saw your <laughs> review on Instagram. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. The ending is what saved it. Yes. The ending <laughs> saved it. <laughs> okay. Yep. Anything make you cry? I was trying to think really hard on this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's okay. It's been a miracle that the last couple of weeks you've had something. <laughs> right? Yep. Well, this is true. Okay, so what have you watched? Um, so what I have been watching, I mean, we finished Mayor of Easttown. Mm -hmm. um, I finished the first season of Legion. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really like it. Can't wait to watch the second season. It, If you watch Legion, make sure on the last episode that you keep watching after the credits because there's a scene. Because okay. I was like, how is this going to end? But, yes, excited about that one. Um, and then I'm, of course, still watching Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. And Michael and I just started a new show called The Outsider. It's on HBO Max. It's oh, that Stephen yeah. King book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're watching that one. I got mixed reviews. I got, like... Oh, really? A lot of people were like, it. yes. And then some people were like, no. And then it only got one season. So it was just like, I'm okay not watching it. But let me know what you think. Okay. So far, I really like it. I was interested. Because um, that came out right around the same time Perry Mason came out on uh -huh. HBO. And so I ended up... I was deciding between those two, and I watched Perry Mason. Okay. So, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This one is interesting. Okay. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, I've it's heard it's like, very cryptic, like, mysterious well, type I, thing. you know how I think. I think very... Yes. And so, I'm hoping it's... Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only reason not like that's the only way to me that it would make sense okay like if they try to make it not not food then it's not gonna be uh -huh. that good but i'm in for the ride okay it seems really good and then of course i watched the movies for that we uh okay picked and everything but yeah that's, that's it what about you um okay so i watched the beguiled it's a movie um, that was on HBO Max, and it was about to leave for the month of May. It's an older movie. Well, like, 
four years old. It's by Sofia Coppola. Um, she's the one that did The Virgin Suicides and um, Marie Antoinette. Mm -hmm. So, which I like those movies. So I thought I'd give it a try. And I'd always wanted to see it. And since it was leaving HBO Max, I decided to watch it. It was a short movie. Um, so it's when Nicole Kidman, uh, Kirsten Dunst, um, one of the Fanning sisters, not Dakota. What's the other one? Ella Fanning. Mm -hmm. That's her. Um, and um, Colin... Wow, I cannot remember his name. Farrell? Thank you. Yeah, okay. the Irish one. Uh -huh. Yes. So it's set in the, it's during the Civil War in the South, and uh, Nicole Kinman runs, like, a teaching boarding school for girls. And so there's only, like, a few of them left because during the war they all went back home. But these are the girls that either can't go back home because their families are in the war yeah. or they don't have families to go back to. And then they have um, a Union soldier, which is Colin Firth, uh appear oh, Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> two Colin F's man <laughs> right um so they appear he appears like in uh on their ground mm -hmm. hurt and one of the girls brings him to you know uh Nicole Kidman to help because he's wounded yeah and so without he's them he's soldier. yeah so without him without them he's gonna die so it basically takes place there and it's a very short is it a love story no, okay. <laughs> it's very weird. It's okay. like, it's almost like a gothic story. Um, it's dark. I don't know if I necessarily liked it. It was a really interesting watch. Like I watched it and I was just like, okay, like it's not a movie that I would ever want to necessarily watch again. The ending was a little surprising to me. And um, yeah, I don't want to spoil it just in case you ever yeah. watch it, but the ending was surprising. Would you recommend it to anybody? Not this, I mean, there's so many other movies out there that are like, yes, yeah. definitely watch this one. Maybe not. I mean, if if you like Sofia Coppola movies, I feel like this is very much in the same path. But it's probably my least favorite of her movies that I've seen. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen any of her movies. You've never seen The Virgin Suicide? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Marie Antoinette? Uh -huh. Oh, I, I love Marie Antoinette. Ugh, Marie Antoinette. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I watched that. I watched The Conjuring 3. Oh, you did? I did. And? Is my least favorite of the oh, three. Oh, really? So don't yes. waste uh, going to the movie theater. Don't part. go to the movie theater. Or maybe do. Maybe it'll be better in the theater. Yeah. But also, I've decided exorcism movies don't scare me at all. Like, they don't do anything for me did anymore. Did you see the original exorcism? Yes, and I didn't think it was, was scary. So scary. No, I didn't think it was scary. You watch it when you're, like, eight years old. Yeah, I watched it when I was 12, and it didn't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it disturbed me. I was just like, oh, like... You know, the original one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Conjuring 1, I thought was scary. Oh, like, okay. I actually scary. liked it yeah. in theaters and everything. So, I don't know, maybe because I saw it in my dad's house, which is haunted. But, like, it didn't do anything for me. But oh, I did okay. also watch it during the day because I was like, I get creeped out <laughs> right. here with, you know, my ghost. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. It was not my favorite. There was uh, an investigative quality to the movie because uh, they're trying to basically prove that he, that the person was possessed and that's why they made the crime. That's the part that I liked was more like the procedural part of it, but yeah. the actual like possession and, you know, exorcism and stuff. I was just like, <laughs> I think I fell asleep at one point. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Okay. Yeah. So it was not my favorite. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. the Conjuring ones haven't been my favorite so far, so mm -hmm. I'm not really 
you know, holding yeah. for the third one, but I still wanted to see it because it's a scary movie. Yeah. But, okay. But, I mean, you might like it if you watch it, like, in Michael's room with, yeah. you know, all the, the sound and everything. Sound and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So, the surround sound. House. I mean, I had the surround sound, too, at my dad's house and everything, and I just, it's still... You I was just like in the daytime, you know. But I did. <laughs> I was alone in the haunted house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, what but it did still didn't even scare me. Like I was just like, mm, like nothing. I didn't jump. Kind nothing. of bored of it and everything. Yeah, I was very surprised because I've actually liked. Well, the first one was really good. The second one I thought was okay. Um, I didn't think it was scary, but I liked. It was so dark in mm-hmm. the scenery and everything because it was in that house in London, right? Wasn't that the Conjuring yes. two? Or am I... It's the one where you get introduced with the nun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one. So, it had... It, there was still moments where I was like, oh, I might get scared. Like, yeah. this one, I had no moments like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... Well, by far, Annabelle Creations. <laughs> that, that one was so was good. So yeah, but see, that's a doll. Yeah. So... <laughs> that one yeah. was creepy. But, and then the other stuff that I've been watching is uh, Harry Potter. So nice. I'm doing my Harry Potter rewatch because oh, it's on yeah. HBO Max. I'm watching that too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Very cool. On to the newsroom. Newsroom. Do you have a lot? I do. Do you want to go first okay. or do you want me to? Um, I could go first. Get okay. Out of the way. <laughs> I actually <laughs> have a piece. Yeah. So, um, there's a new book announcement from mm-hmm. Saba Tahir. We love her. Yeah, she did Ember in the Ashes. I have a read the last book but mm-hmm. the other three were really good you read the last book and you yep. liked it right mm-hmm. okay so she's coming out with a new book that's going to be coming out march 1st 2022 and it's called all my rage and it's just basically a generational standalone novel mm-hmm. yes that's all i know and it's well, about it's about pakistan mm-hmm. basically that there's an arranged marriage they move over to the u.s and then it takes place I get. I want to say like maybe the second part of the book takes place with, or it's a parallel story, yeah, probably mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's generational, so woo. Yeah, I feel like that's been a thing. I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, because the book I just read is kind of generational, and then um, the I finally read half. Homegoing. Yeah, yes, Homegoing, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Half. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of generational uh, books have been coming yep. up. So two of the books that I'm dying to read for this year are multi generational books that is as so well. Funny. So. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was also weird because, um, well, not weird, but like it'll odd. be different. For yeah, her. for her yeah. because it's not fantasy. Yeah. So and it's a standalone. It's, it's only one book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good for her. I'm excited to see what she. <sighs> Me does. too. Yeah. I mean, I bet it's gonna be devastating. She knows how to. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even read <laughs> the last book. <laughs> I haven't even read the last book. Nope. <laughs> I can't say anything. <laughs> um, okay, so for news on my end, uh, so Sophie Turner. Um, Sansa from Game of Thrones, for people that don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, She's joining the cast of The Staircase, the scripted series. So, remember the documentary I watched, The Staircase? Oh, yes. Uh They're turning it into a series. Yes. Um, So I was like, it sounds familiar. Yep. (laughs) You're like, I know about this. Uh Um, So, Colin Firth is playing uh, Michael Peterson, I think is his name. Um, And Tony Collette is playing the wife that he may or may not have murdered. I think he did it, but whatever. (laughs) Um, and she's playing his, their daughter, um, who I forget cause he, they have, it's like a blended family. Um, so I think if it's his daughter, she still believes him. Her daughter does not, if I remember correctly, but anyway, can't wait to see it. Um, I don't think they've started shooting. They're still casting everything and it's a big cast. Do you know where it's going to be? 
Is it going to be on HBO? Yeah, HBO. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course it's going to oh, be yeah. HBO. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then season six of Outlander <gasps> is going to premiere early 2022. What? So we have a while to go. We don't get they, it this year? No. They just finished shooting because <laughs> of COVID. <laughs> and because of COVID. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> and because of COVID, they shortened the season to eight episodes. <gasps> But one of the episodes is going to be like an hour and a half long, so it'll be like a movie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. But oh also, I'm scared because remember how last season ended? No. You don't? No. Okay, well, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Wait, on the... hold on. They're well, on the thingy. The thing. It, Claire? <gasps> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So remember how that ended? Yeah. Um, they said this book is worse. And I'm just like, I cannot take this anymore. Oh my gosh. So no. we'll see. And it alludes to Jamie. So I'm just like, what does that mean? What? Yeah. No. So anyway, we'll see. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just like, do we need a season six? Let's pretend they just are yeah. lived happily ever after. <laughs> but also I miss them. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I've been thinking of rewatching the first season. That's just my favorite season. I know. Well, it's because all the first part of the first season. Yes. That's my favorite season. The first, like, eight episodes, and then it so gets real dark. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So then the, uh, oh, I forgot her to say your name. Never have I ever start Maitre Ramakrishnan will play Lizzie Bennett in the Pride and Prejudice movie adaptation for Netflix called The Netherfield Girls. Oh. So they're doing another Pride and Prejudice, which is so funny since we just talked about <laughs> right? it. We just talked um, about romance movies. Yeah, so they're going to do like a reimagined and updated modern version of it. It's supposed to be a rom-com, so it's not going to be anything like Pride and Prejudice. Oh, okay. Like, you know, it's supposed to be funny and stuff. Okay. But I like it because they're making it, you know, person of color. Yeah. She's going to be Lizzie Bennett. Awesome. Yep. And then this we just talked about. Um, Issa Rae is going to voice yes. Spider Woman uh-huh. um, in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse sequel. So love her. I'm excited. And my last piece of news. Let's see what else. Oh, the spinoff series American Horror Stories will premiere July 15th exclusively on FX. I can't FX. talk today. <laughs> FX on Hulu. And it's going to star Kevin McHale from Glee, Charles Melton from Riverdale, Dylan Burnside from Pose, Nico Griefman from The Prom. So basically it's a who's who of uh, Ryan Murphy cast. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, so with this, the spinoff series is every episode is its own story. Okay. Um, and it uses the same actors, basically. So how American Horror Story is its anthology yeah. for a whole series Instead, it's just going to be every episode. It's going to be a different story. Okay, that's going to be interesting. I know. So we'll so it's see. like short stories. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But there you go. That is my um, news. Yay! Crazy. We did it. <laughs> so do you want to go first? <laughs> Get yours out of the way. Who went first last time? No, I went first last time. You go first. Okay. Um. So for you pick, I watch. You had me watch Donnie Darko. Yes. Oh, that's what you meant by first. Okay. Oh, what do you mean by first? <laughs> like you tell them your pick for me. Oh, okay. Well, then we can do no, it that that's way. No, fine. You already did it. <laughs> okay. So yes, okay. I picked. I picked Donnie Darko for Jennifer to watch. Yes. Do you want to? That's the way you said it. I know. That's why I was like, well, I'm gonna be the one talking about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because we're both yeah, talking about it. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> do you 
gonna tell them why you picked the movie? Oh, so it's actually funny because of course we're picking a movie mm-hmm. that I've never know, seen before. Yeah, that mm-hmm. you've never seen before. And you've seen a lot of movies. But also you haven't seen a lot of movies that are in my genre that I like. Of course. So <laughs> it was actually between Johnny Darko and The Matrix. But then Oh, I, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, so but then I was just like Talk, we talk about something It's embarrassing that I haven't seen The Matrix. I, it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is. But uh, we were talking about something, and I was, like, saying something about Donnie Darko, and you mm-hmm. were like, oh, I haven't seen it. And I always keep forgetting that you haven't seen that yeah. movie, because I feel like it's just, like, a very, like... Especially for our generation, I feel like a lot of people, yeah. most people are age. And it's becoming, it. like, a cult classic yeah. and everything. Like, I feel like there's iconic parts in it and everything. Um, whenever I hear the song Mad World, mm-hmm. I think of Donnie Darko. I think that's actually maybe what it was. Yeah, we were listening to you too. <laughs> yeah, we are listening to sad songs. <laughs> yeah. And Mad World came on, and I was like, oh, I think of Donnie Darko. Yeah. You're like, I've never seen it. I'm always like, mm-hmm. I'm always shocked whenever I found that out. So then when we decided to do this, I was like, I have to. I was like, next one, I'll probably pick The Matrix. But this one, I was like, <laughs> it's going to be Donnie Darko. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you can, like, now you know. You've seen it. You know, the references, if anybody says anything, mm-hmm. mainly me. That's <laughs> true. And that stuff, and there you go. So that's why I picked it. Okay. So what did you think of it? So overall, I liked it. I mm-hmm. thought it was, well, like, I was okay with it. Yeah. Um, I think I would have also, again, liked it better if I had seen it at a younger age. I like how that's a theme in our movies. Like, oh, I understand. <laughs> I mean, I saw it when it, like, yeah. came out and everything. So to me, it was more like... That, I guess, kind of, like, mind-blowing and It would have been more impressive. Yeah, yeah. and I was mm-hmm. just like, whoa, like, yeah. this is so crazy, and all the elements to it, and it made me want to rewatch it again to pick mm-hmm. up the pieces that I missed the first go-around, because the first go-around, you're just like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, now there's this bunny, this creepy little bunny yeah. named Frank, and he's really scary looking, yeah. and then he's like, you know, you're like, he had, he may have schizophrenia, but you don't know, and mm-hmm. everything, so you're just like, what, what's going on? Yeah. So, the first go-around, you're just like, confused trying to figure it out so we're re-watching it again you pick up new pieces yeah so yeah i saw when it first came out of course Mm -hmm. you have it so (laughs) so i didn't know anything about this movie i didn't know what it was about all i knew was it was jake gyllenhaal and that there was a creepy looking bunny (laughs) that is all i knew about this movie so of course i should have known coming from you it had to deal with time travel time space all that um, spoiler alerts for ahead of all the ones that we're going to be talking about. Well, of course, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, here I wrote down a lot of random thoughts. Okay. Um, so as soon as it starts, I was like, Jay Gillen haunts a baby. He is. is. Baby. Did you ever watch Bubble Boy? Yes, I love Bubble Boy. <laughs> I, do. I love Bubble Boy. I love Bubble Boy. Was Bubble, too. Bubble Boy before or after Jake um um Jericho? I, I want to say it's after. I honestly do not know. Uh, I want to say I'm it's like it right up. after. Um <laughs> Oh, and then I had heard people talk about, or quote, suck a fuck Uh before, and so I didn't know that that's where that came from. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) They both came out in 2001. Oh, okay. Well, that's so funny. I watched Bubble Boy. Uh (laughs) Um, And then, of course, I was so excited as soon as I saw Patrick Swayze. I was like, yay, Patrick Swayze. Um, Uh Until you find out. Yep. Well, I wrote that down, too. (laughs) The mom is from Battlestar Galactica, and she's a huge role in Battlestar Galactica. So I was like, ah, oh, I, I love her. Battlestar Galactica, love it. <laughs> um, then I noticed that both of our movies have racism issues. 
Of course, yeah. my movie is way worse, but <laughs> <laughs> this one, I was yeah. just like, oh, 2001, bad. Yeah, when mm -hmm. I heard someone, I was like, ooh, yeah. Ah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh. Um, Tears for Fears in the soundtrack. I was excited. Yes. Oh, Tears for Fears. Uh, and then I think I almost texted you and I was like, no, Wiley, Drew Barrymore. I was like, I didn't even know they were in this cast. Like, Did I you was know very she's surprised. the whole reason why Donnie Darko was able to even be out? Was What? Yeah, because, uh, like, I guess nobody wanted to take the movie and everything. And it was only because she said that she would be in it that they were, that, uh, someone picked it up. Interesting. Right? Okay. So she basically saved the movie. Um, I had a lot of thoughts about her as a te as a teacher. Uh -huh. I was like, she's kind of hot to be a teacher. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I, I was, was like, ooh. Yeah. I was like, here. that is peak Drew Barrymore. Because that was right around the same time that she was in Charlie's Angels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just like, she was wearing the skirt combo thing where I was like, I would wear that now. That's gorgeous. Right. She looked great. She did look really good. Seth Rogen. Mm. <laughs> oh, I know. I saw him and I was like. That's, no. I think, his first uh, movie, yeah, role? movie role that he was in. Because before, uh, before that was the show, right? Oh, yeah. Um, <sighs> Geeks, for, for, Geeks, and, Geeks and Freaks? Freaks and Freaks? Freaks and Freaks. 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 There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot talk. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw him and I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because first lines in the movie was, I like your boobs. Of course. I was like, oh, my gosh. <sighs> Seth Rogen. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think I quoted this. It's, uh, oh, I think it was the little girls. They were like, what are feces? Baby mice. Aw. And I was like, oh. <laughs> right. Um, and then I did not like Sparkle Motion. As soon as they came out, I was just like, what is this shit? Mm -hmm. Why did these white, little white girls don't have rhythm? Dancing and yes. everything. And yeah. I hate when they put makeup on little girls. It Same. really annoys me. Um, I was very sad about Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Kitty I did too. First, I yeah. was like, I'm pretty sure it was Patrick Swayze. Mm -hmm. He just looked different. Yeah, because he's much older. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I was like, I mean, look this up. I was like, that's yeah. this him. I was like, oh, Jennifer's going to be sad. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, I, my last thought was, you're telling me the little white girls with no rhythm made it to Star Search. Right. <laughs> <laughs> made it to Star Search. I was like, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What did you think of the old lady the teacher and mother i was like why does she have a mullet or like a like her hair was very weird i just thought it was funny when she was like i will tell you what he did he told me to stick this up my penis oh that you girl. meant her yeah. sorry i thought you meant the old white like the old lady with the white hair that kept getting in the road oh yeah, yeah. mother or grandma death yeah grandma yeah. death mm -hmm. sorry i thought you she meant her old. um oh yeah i hate her <laughs> yes which is so funny because she played um, a nurse on uh, the Mindy Kaling project, uh -huh. and she was complete opposite. She really? was like a whore, and she did drugs, and she's old and everything. It was just so funny. So seeing her in this role, I was like, wow, wow this is a complete opposite <laughs> of what I've seen her as. Wow. Yeah. I would be shocked to see that because yep. that's what I think of is her like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Yep. That's the only wow. role I've seen her in, and then I was like, oh, okay, she's playing the complete opposite of what I've seen And her that's as. the only role I've seen her in, so if I saw that, I'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. But yeah. But you overall liked the movie? I did. Overall, that's liked good. the movie. The, it actually did make me cry. Um, so the song, Mad World, very emotional song, and it's the slower version of it. Um so, yeah, I mean, he sacrificed his... I was shocked whenever What's-Her-Face got ran over, his girlfriend. Oh, uh-huh. Um, what's her name? 
I forget her name. Gretchen? No. Yeah, Gretchen. Is it a Gretchen? Yeah, it okay. Um, so I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that this was the direction I was going to. And then I realized that his mother, like I realized that the uh, engine yeah. was from the plane that his mother and sister were on. And I was like, oh my God, this is dark. And yes. I was just like ready for it. And then I was like, oh, he's going to go back in time. And then I was like, oh, he's going back in time and he's going to have to die. Yes. And then he did die. Yep. And I started crying when... um. They pan to his sister, which is so funny. That is his actual sister. Yes. Um, she's crying and all that. So it did make me tear up. I just thought mm -hmm. it was so crazy. I was, <laughs> like, just putting all the pieces together mm -hmm. and everything. And him also trying to figure it out because you're on the journey with him. Yeah. And then you find out that he, this is a time travel, you know, movie. Basically, I feel like when the engine hit his room like he wasn't in there he was supposed to die so basically the reality split yeah exactly and everything and so and so just, he closed the loop yeah by, mm -hmm. and the only way he can close that loop is if he died but also it's interesting because Gretchen at the end like says hi to his mom and it's like they both kind of almost recognize yes. each other and it's like you know did they overlap or well what? even with mm -hmm. um when you see like Frank mm -hmm. and he's holding his eye like, does he have, and then you see oh, Patrick Swayze and he's crying. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they woke up mm -hmm. from a, a dream. Mm -hmm. They think it's a dream, but it felt so real. That's true. And everything. And that was with the closing of the yeah. reality. So I was just like, Whoa. yeah. Whoa. What? Yeah. Yeah. So it was I really, good. Like, I really enjoyed that movie. I'm glad I finally saw it. Yes, me too. <laughs> you finally have seen Donnie Darko. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. 2001 is when it came out. I know. I don't know why. 20 years ago. I don't know why it took years. me so long to watch it. That is so crazy to think about. Yep. Oh. So, on to my movie. Yes. Spoiler alert, she did not like this one either. Oh but God. I am going to blame Michael. You are so funny. My defense. Getting that out. You don't even let me say that I didn't like it. No, but let's get it out of the way. I'm, wait, one, four, six? Yeah, because yeah. you only like Lilo and Stitch. Uh -uh, I said I like the unfaithful oh see i thought that was a eh for you yeah it's not a hate <laughs> <laughs> i'm only counting the ones you liked oh, okay okay That's well so yeah we lost it. there you go one for six. Oh my um gosh. so i texted michael your yes, husband my husband he and i said him. let everybody know he betrayed me i was tired of trying to find a movie that was under like two hours and you know i all told that you stuff. that didn't matter so I was like she said it didn't matter so I'm just gonna go for it yeah so I said gladiator or the departed I texted him and asked him what he thought. He said The Departed. So I was like, okay. So that's what I told you to watch. So Michael was like, he is terrible. He saw the movie a long time ago. He mm -hmm. doesn't remember anything about it. He just remembers, like, the feeling of being, like, shocked and the feeling of it being, like, there was a twist. Like, a yeah. bunch of twists that happened in the movie. Mm -hmm. So that's what made him pick it. And I told him that I was like, oh, Jennifer uh, picked The Departed for me to watch. And he was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he said that you texted him. And I was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was between The Departed and Gladiator and you betrayed me. And he just like looked at me like, huh? <laughs> and I was like, you chose a mob cop movie versus Gladiator. I was like, I do not like mob or cop movies. I don't either, but I like The Departed. So, yes, I mm -hmm. watched The Departed. It was two and a half hours long. Mm -hmm. And so is Gladiator, by the way. Yep. But yeah, watch the departed. Two and a half hours long. Um very yeah. Very 
There was a lot of it did not age well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's 2006. It's Martin Scorsese. He doesn't care. No, he does no. not care. Mm-hmm. They drop those uh, f bombs, the n word, and by f bombs we mean the derogatory gay yes word. Mm-hmm. That's what we mean by f bomb. Uh, the n word, the r word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, whoa! I was like. <laughs> I also hadn't seen it in a while, so when I was watching it, I was like, should I tell her? And I was like, she's probably not going to like it anyway, so might as well just let her, you know. Well, spoiler alert, the yeah. head on here. Mm-hmm. So, um, watched it. There were parts that, of course, you know, were drawn out for me. It was hard for me to pay attention to. See, that's I how pushed... I felt like you thought were going to be the glad- parts oh, in Gladiator. So yeah. that's what I imagined in Gladiator. So I was like, but... I do, to in my defense, I do think Gladiator is a better movie. Yeah. And I think it also holds up more in oh, my yeah. head. I also haven't seen it in a really long time. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. No, it does hold mm-hmm. up still. I think it does. Um, even though I never, haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I saw it already. But anyway, uh, watched The Departed. There were parts that were drawn out and everything. Also, the Boston accent was hard for me to like understand some of the words that they were saying. <laughs> I was just like. I had, there were points where I had to put on subtitles, <laughs> and then after I put on subtitles, I still had to, like, look something up just to see, like, what it meant. Like, it was, like, a slang term and mm-hmm. that stuff, and I was like, oh. I'm like, I assume this is what it is, but I want to make sure I'm not missing anything mm-hmm. in this movie because there's twists. And you know how I like to try to figure out twists and that stuff? <sighs> there was no twist. <laughs> to me. To you, yeah. To me, there was no twist. So, you see Leo. He's a undercover cop messing with the mom that's already like high stakes you felt his anxiety there mm-hmm. uh there's a point where michael's hands were so sweaty and i was just like dang and then i was like oh, is something about to happen so then i'm like really watching it and nothing happened but uh-huh. i was just like you're so funny um there were some shock moments like when queenie died mm-hmm. did not see that coming i did not see them Throwing him out the window and him falling right in front of Leo. And yeah. Leo's just, like, about to get out. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then the guy dying on the couch, and he was like, how did you know to go to 344 when I told mm-hmm. you it was 314? And I was just like, oh. And then he dies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, And he was an undercover cop. Yeah, and he was an undercover uh-huh. cop. So you're just like, okay. So those were, like, the twists mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, okay, give me more. Mm-hmm. And then... He comes down the elevator, he has the bad guy, this is Leo, he has the bad guy, and then he gets shot in the head, and yep. he dies. I was, like, I gasped, I, like, I think I even screamed, I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And then I said to my boy, I was like, now is all we need is Mark Wahlberg to come in here and shoot Matt Damon! <laughs> and then later that happened. Yes. <laughs> but, so that was, like... You see, he just shot everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a bad guy and everything. But I also thought it was weird that Matt Damon ended up um, killing, what's his name? Jack, Jack Nicholson's Nicholson. character. Um, not, I didn't think it was weird that he killed him. I thought the fact that it was weird was that there was no emotion to, to it. Because he grew up with this guy. This guy, like, taught him the, the stuff and everything. You thought mm-hmm. that you think that he would have had some kind of, like, fatherly attachment to him about being betrayed and then having to kill him. But there was nothing there. So I felt like it just kind of, like, fell flat for me on, like, the emotion side mm-hmm. and that stuff. So there was that. 
finding out that he was an FBI informant, that didn't really surprise me. I'm like, this is the mob. They're part of like everything. They're interconnected with everything. I feel like they're going to have their hands in everything. Always going to have moles. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then Mark Wahlberg killed him at the end. And then you see the little rat going across. And I was just like, hmm, okay. I see it. So those were good. But for two and a half hours worth, that was a long time <laughs> to build that up. Um, but then I was talking to my mom about it. She told me that apparently this is like a movie that's based off of a Chinese movie called Infernal Affairs. Martin Scorsese, he made The Departed an hour longer, but I guess there's like scene for scene on some of them. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I even looked it up and I was like, oh, he says that it's loosely based off of that movie. But apparently when he won the Oscar, a bunch of people were calling out on it that mm-hmm. he basically stole it and like ripped it off oh. and everything. And then that's when he came out saying like, it's like loosely based off of it or whatever. So interesting. Yeah. But I felt so shitty. <laughs> I was just like, I told Michael, I was just like, I was just going to tell Jennifer I loved it. I was like, I'm just going to tell her I loved it. I was like, and I will just live with this my whole life. I was like, I can do this. I was like, I'm just going to tell her I loved it. I can't believe you were going to lie to me. I was like, I was like, I feel so bad for not liking her movies. Mm-hmm. I was like, I went in there. I didn't even go in there thinking I wasn't going to like it. I went in there thinking, like, I'm going to like this movie. It's going to be good. There's going to be aspects. Like, like not to go in thinking that, you know, for something huge and extravagant, but going in there for to watch the story. So I was like, okay, I'm going in there. And then I was like, I'm going to just tell her. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't tell her that. I was like, don't lie to me. <laughs> no, I- and as I watched it, I was like, I should have picked, I was like, in my head, I thought you were going to hate both anyway, yeah. but I, as I watched, uh, The Departed for the first time in a long time, yeah. I was like, she's going to hate this movie. Like, I knew oh, it, so. I know, I felt so bad. So mm-hmm. then I was like, well, the other one was Gladiator. So I watched that one, and I loved it. I thought that was really good, so good pick there. <laughs> Technically not my pick, but. It is, because mm-hmm. that was part of your pick. You mm-hmm. talked about it before, and you did want to suggest it but mm. other movies came into play yeah well i didn't pick it because of the runtime and because i thought parts of it were going to be too hard for you to keep you invested mm-hmm. because it's already long so that's why to me yeah. so that movie went by way faster than the than the departed okay um gladiator there was more story building so basically you get the beginning starts off with them in the battle and then you find out you know his relation to the to the king or the Caesar or whatever Mm -hmm. and that stuff. And so you see that, and then you see that he is all he wants to do is go home and then he can't go home. And then you see him getting sold into slavery and everything and basically having to fight and everything to possibly get his freedom. Yeah. And then he goes off to Rome and then he becomes a gladiator. He becomes like, you know, the audience's favorite and everything. And all this shit happens. So to me, there was really no downtime. Like everything had like, it's purpose. When I watched The Departed, I felt like there was scenes where I'm just like, this is boring. I feel like this could be cut a lot shorter or this could even be taken out. Interesting. Yeah. So I was just like, see, I don't okay. feel like that with The Departed because um, all of those scenes, especially watching it now, they're quicker. They talk fast. They have that Boston accent and everything. Um, I think they're all, you have to have all those scenes in order for the payoff at the end. And I thought the payoff was 
worth it because I think it's one of the most bittersweet endings out mm -hmm. of any movie. Um, just because Leo is literally about to win. He's about to get Matt, uh, Matt Damon, bad guy, skeezy motherfucker. Like, I he mean, is. Matt Damon is terrible in this movie, uh, which is so funny because I think he's peak attractiveness in that you movie. You think he's cute? In that one and Jason Bourne, which... Oh, wow. uh, I was Jason just about Bourne to ask you if you think he's attractive. I th Those are his three movies, Jason Bourne 1 and 2 and The Departed, where I think he's attractive. Everything else, I don't oh, think no. he's attractive. I never oh, wait, no. I'll I take that back. I do think he's attractive in um, Ocean's movies. Wow. So, yes, I guess I do think he's attractive. Okay. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, no. I know that. He got that face. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. He's one that I always try to, like, figure out because... I know that some people do think mm -hmm. he's attractive, and I can't see it. I'm I like, understand. Oh he's very vanilla. Like yes. I'm always surprised. He that is I think very he's, vanilla. I'm always surprised that I think he's attractive. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, yeah, he's attractive. But okay. anyway, <laughs> <laughs> bittersweet ending. It is a bittersweet he, ending. Like it is. And I watched it when it came out. Um, Mark Wahlberg was not a huge, as huge of a star as he is now. So when he disappeared, I was like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. He's, you know, okay. done with the investigation. I did not expect him to come back and get revenge for the two. And it's just so hard, too, because he gave Leo such a hard time about, you know, where he came from. And are you sure you're a cop and all this stuff? Yeah. And he goes to avenge him. So it's like a full That's circle so thing. Weird. I never thought of him being that he went there to avenge him. I thought of him going there because he wanted to catch the bad guy and not let him get away. Right. But he could have turned him in. He could have. Yeah. You know, he could have gotten justice, but no, he, I read a lot of articles about it afterwards because okay. I was like, is he technically FBI or was he a rat also? Because it could be construed that way. Oh, that's true. Um, so no, I think it's more, everyone more agrees, like it's more of a revenge thing for his two people that, you know, he put in harm's way. Um, so yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And then I, I love the scene where, you know, it ends and the rat, the whole thing is about finding out which rat on whose side and everything. Yeah. So then at the end, the rat just walking by on the uh, balcony, you're just like, wow. <laughs> no, it is a so, good ending. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I give you that. It is a good ending. Bittersweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Queenie dying had more of an impact on me this time because I'm yeah. much more in love with uh, Martin, Sheen. Martin Sheen now mm -hmm. because of Grace and Frankie. And you know, yeah, I was just like, oh, I forgot he died. And I was very surprised. Yeah, at that. yeah, like mm -hmm. just all of that. Yes. There was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I would never watch it again. Okay. And I don't think I would recommend it to anybody. I mean, I feel like most people that are gonna watch it have watched it at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's and like true. I said, it didn't age great. I mean, a lot of <laughs> movies, sadly, they have classic movies. I mean, a lot of Martin Scorsese movies probably are just as bad. Like I'm thinking I haven't watched Goodfellas in a really long time and I don't like mob movies. I really don't. So, but Goodfellas, sure? yes, Goodfellas <laughs> is one of the few that I actually do like. So Goodfellas and The Departed and they're both Martin Scorsese movies. Like I've tried to watch The Godfather. I can't. No, I cannot. So. It's so funny. Enough. My brother loves cop mob movies. So mm -mm. he always had them on. Yeah. And I just was like, I can't like. But I also think this is a good like, uh, not character study, but like, I feel like the corruption within the police and everything still kind of holds up right now with yeah. everything that's going on. I mean, I've never been a fan or oh, trusted the, yeah, police. The police. Um, but 
it's interesting to see both sides, like the corruption on both sides. You have the bad guys, but you also have the corruption within the police department. So I thought that was new for the time. Like you don't really, before it was always the cops, you know, were like the good guys. <laughs> yeah. And around that time is when it started to be like, well, you know, not always. So that's yeah. true. That's true. You have to think of the time period that it came out mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm glad you like Gladiator. I did. I'm very surprised. <laughs> and you picked it out. I like those period movies. Like, yeah. If it's going to have anything to do with Roman or Greek back in the day, mm -hmm. I will watch it. Okay. Pompeii. That movie was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad, but yeah. I enjoyed it. Did you? I did. Oh, I did not know that you enjoyed it. Yes. I enjoyed we saw it together. I know, but I thought you enjoyed like making fun of it like I was. Uh, no, so, I mean... If, that's not a movie not I would like ever watch again. A masterpiece. Uh -huh. But if it was like on and I was like doing other stuff, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll have it on in the background. And really? Like, yeah. I have only seen it once with you in the theaters. I've home. only seen it once too. Uh -huh. And in the theaters with you. Okay. But I mean, what's it I shouldn't hot. be shading you because I'm not, I'm not shading <laughs> no, you. No, I know. I just because I know I like trash movies too. So it's just, I'm very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same with, uh, well, this isn't really in the time period, but, um, Oh, like 300? I really like that one. Well, yeah, but that's those, different. Yeah, those are hot guys fighting yep. and everything. That oh. one has no storyline. It's just... Uh-huh, <laughs> their storyline is to... Oh, uh, it's barely a storyline. It's line. there, right there. It's all about the graphics and the hot guys with the CGI abs. <laughs> this is true. Yep. <laughs> this is, the fight scenes are really good. Yeah. And everything. But yeah. I mean, Zack Snyder. I like some terrible movies, like mm -hmm. The Covenant. I've seen that multiple oh, times. See, I love the cover. I've seen that multiple times. I love it. I don't care who hates it. Yeah. You guys are wrong. It's so good. <laughs> but I know see, it's I bad. I wouldn't say they're wrong. I know it's bad. I enjoy it. You don't have to. Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> they're so all so hot. We got okay. What's His Face, Sebastian, from it. Sebastian. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of guys in that one. I fell in love with the name Caleb. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. Caleb. Look at you. <laughs> I think I still have that on DVD. <sighs> I yeah. wish I had it. I would watch it again. I'm pretty sure I have it. Oh, oh we should watch it next Christmas time you come over. Oh my and God, see how it yes! Holds <laughs> I'm sure it'll be still great. Oh gosh. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But yeah, so there is our You Pick, I Watch. Oh yeah. Um. So for next, oh, well, I don't oh, know yeah. when we're uh, discussing it. But we have a book club pick. We do. It's Jennifer's pick. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully it's better than the last one. What did we read last one? Lore. No, we read The Seven Husbands of... No, my last book. Oh, your last one. It was Lore. So we're reading These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong. Yes! So excited to see how that holds up. I really hope it And is. I just realized that there is a second book. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's but there you go. Um, we'll let you guys know when we're going to be discussing that probably towards the end of the month Yeah, and everything. But if you guys have any movies that you would like to suggest for us to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Help me find one that Stephanie will actually like. <laughs> I'd like the gladiator. <laughs> I'm going to count that one towards you. That is so I'm funny. I'm counting it. Gladiator. <laughs> Jennifer. Uh <-huh. laughs> I am. <laughs> but if you have any suggestions, mm -hmm. please email us at thispodlifepod at gmail.com. Or you can also message us on Instagram at this pop life pod. Um, and if you're anywhere where you can rate us, please do five stars. Helps us get out there in the world. And yeah. <laughs> 
So keep reading, keep watching, keep listening. Cheers. Cheers.